Welcome back for another CSRM podcast. And again, I am joined today by with uh, Weston Bryan. And Weston has shared with us a little bit in, in our previous podcast about how he transitioned from sports ministry as a local church sports and rec minister into now a ministry that helps people like us that are in sports ministry in terms of coaching, not athletic coaching, but life coaching, and also some of these spiritual directions and ministry mentoring things that we need to be aware of and can help us help us move down the line. And so, again, Weston, welcome back for another segment here. Thanks again, Greg. Glad to be back. Yep, and we're also celebrating the fact that Weston is a CSRM associate staff person, and if you're not aware of that, CSRM has a growing network of staff around the world, about 30 or so people, and there are about a half a dozen that are associate staff. That means they live in North America, and they are volunteering in what they do for CSRM, and particularly for Weston, that is to help you as a sports minister receive the kind of mentoring and coaching that, that could really help you. And so we were really excited about all of that. Um, Weston, we, we all come to these things, uh, these things meaning the burnout or the frustration or whatever. And I'm, I'm going to start off by saying that here's one little piece that kind of bridges the, the ministry mentor and the life coach. Most sports ministers are not aware of, of this basic fact. And that is that it is rare that they will work for a third senior pastor. Now, how do we break that down? Well, you get a senior pastor that hired you. Typically, that person is not gonna fire you because if they fire you, they're making an admission that they made a mistake. Mm either in the hiring or the firing. And so they usually don't fire you. You usually will have your ministry longevity to surpass that first one. But it's about a 50-50 on the second one. And about half the people we find, something just doesn't work out. Now, whether you actually get fired or not, um, sometimes we do the unchristian thing. <laughs> by when we should have fired the person, we just let them wallow and stuff and make mm. it so miserable that they eventually quit. Yeah. But regardless of how that works, it's about a 50-50 that the people that are sports and rec, that they last through a second pastor. And it's very rare that they're going to go into the third, let alone survive the third. And, you know, it's not a bad person, good person scenario. It's just reality. When you get to that third level, you've been there for at least 10, if not 40 years. Mm. And you're typically older than the person. Everybody in the church knows you. Everybody in the community knows you. And they run to you before they run to the new senior pastor. There's some ego. There's some issues. that Your salary is probably as high or higher. Uh, there's just a lot of dynamics now, I give all that as a scenario for those that are out there listening that maybe there's somebody sitting there saying, oh, now I get it. 
Now I understand. Um, this is the kind of that life coaching, ministry mentoring, these are the kind of things that we think are important for people that are listening to this. So Weston, mm -hmm. I'm going to get off my monologue here and I'm going to let you speak, obviously. But tell us in your mind the, the difference and, and how they overlap, the spiritual direction, the ministry mentoring, the life coaching. When, when you're doing this coaching of ministers, mm -hmm. and tell us again the, the, the group, the, the ministry that you have as you start off. When you start that, what does that look like to you? Why, why do you do that? What do you think is important about all that? Break it out for us. Yeah, so I founded an organization called Commission Leadership. And, you know, our passion is to see every Christian become a disciple maker. And so our focus through coaching is really helping to make the main thing be the main thing, you know. And, you know, it's interesting those, those three um, uh, roles you mentioned, I would, I would put them in the mental health uh, field, if you will. I'm less familiar with the role of a spiritual director, so mm -hmm. I'll speak more to um, a mentor versus a coach. Right. And a mentor is someone who has, has been there and done that. We're all pretty familiar. And I think a lot of people, um, if they aren't currently working with a mentor, they've, they've had mentors in the past. And usually you go to a mentor for advice. You know, you say, here's what I'm dealing with. I know you've dealt with similar things. How would you go about, you know, approaching uh, this issue or um, moving forward in this situation? Excellent, excellent analysis. Yeah, and it serves a great purpose. I've had you know several mentors in my own life. Uh, Jason Props, as I mentioned uh, in in the last podcast, and what makes a makes a coach different is a coach um, rather than giving you the coach's advice, the coach is going to ask powerful questions to help you explore lots of different options, and so. Um, in other words, if, if I'm going to you as my mentor, I have a perspective and you have a perspective. But what a coach does is say, there's probably at least 20 other perspectives on this issue. Which ones would be most helpful to look at? Or sorry, to look at? And then what are you going to do um, with that new awareness and that new knowledge? What actions are you going to take in order to reach your goals and make progress on this issue? Because uh, one of the things that many of us do, unfortunately, um, maybe you've been in a mentoring relationship where someone will come to you with a problem and you'll tell them what to do and they don't do it. Um, and that's just our nature. Like until we've decided that we want to act, um, we're not going to make much progress. And so coaching is really focused on, you know, what is God calling you to and what are you going to do with that? Are you going to take action or not? And if you're not, that's okay. But let's evaluate some other options that you actually will uh, take action with. So do you, uh, when, when these people that you're coaching, if, if they don't uh, follow up on it, you make them one run wind sprints? Or how, what do you do there? <laughs> no, and that's the beauty about coaching is um, good coaches are non-judgmental. It doesn't mean that, um, they, they won't ask hard questions or, you know, maybe kind of put your feet to the fire when you need it. Um, but one of the things I love, uh, like a specific question is what type of accountability will be most helpful for you with this? 
And sometimes that means I want you to call me as my coach next week and ask me if I did it. Other people are self-motivators. They're like, you know what? I got it. Um, if I say I'm going to do it, I'll do it. And then, the, you know, other people might say, you know what? This person would be really helpful. I'm going to go to them. Um, often a spouse, you know, that's usually uh, what a lot of sports pastors will say is my spouse knows me better than anyone. Um, if I share this with her then or him, then um, they'll make sure that it happens. So, yeah, it's really you're asking questions that aren't meant to judge. It's just meant to make people think. And like I said, you know, say, what, what do I want to do? What am I going to do with this? So give us a, uh, we're not looking here for a uh, doctoral thesis or dissertation, but what, what's some of the, the biblical foundations for this? That's a great question. Uh, you know, coaching was really established uh, in the secular world and um, you know, it's all about, at least from a worldly standpoint, you know, um, oh, I don't even know if I can really explain it that well. So I'll just tell you kind of the Christian uh, perspective on it. You know, basically, uh, even though this was developed from a worldly point of view, um, what Christian coaches do is ask someone, what is the Holy Spirit calling you to in the midst of this? And the reason it's so powerful is because so often in ministry, like I said before, we're, we're doing two jobs and it's just the whirlwind of activity keeps us going, going, going. And working with a coach gives you that, that space to pause and say, Holy Spirit, we invite you into this conversation. Um, reveal, our, reveal my heart. You know, what, what are the things going on in my life that I need to surrender to you? And then, you know, out of, out of an increased identity in, in Jesus, what is the work he's calling me to? Because too often we see ourselves um, by our titles. You know, we find our identity in being a sports pastor when in the reality is, you know, our identity is in Jesus being his disciple. Excellent. Um, yeah. Um, speak to the person that's out there. Uh, they're maybe in their first sports ministry uh, position. They've just graduated from college. And also that person who's celebrating their 20th or 30th anniversary in the ministry. Mm -hmm. And neither one of them has uh, this life coach. What are some of the benefits? Why should they consider calling you up and say, hey, Weston, I, I, I want to engage you as a spiritual I'm not a spiritual director, but as a life coach kind of thing. What, what's the benefits to that? Yeah, you know, for that, that rookie, so to speak, there's so much overwhelm with that first, you know, ministry role. And so what, uh, what I would love to be able to do as a coach is just, like I said, give that space. Um, because when you're young, you have, you know, so much energy and all these new ideas and, um, you, know, you can be like a dog uh, at a park, like you just don't know what to chase. And working with a coach can, can bring that, that focus, you know, and, and really help you discern uh, what is God doing here? You know, what's the work God had been doing through the people before me? And then what's the new direction, um, you know, he's calling us in? And then how do I best lead? You know, what do I need to grow in as a young leader for that um, more experienced, you know, sports pastor, it's, it's funny because um, 
being in my mid thirties myself, uh, I'll sometimes get challenged. You know, what are you going to tell me that I don't know already? And, uh, you know, there's a couple approaches to that, you know, in one sense, uh, Timothy says, don't let people look down on you, you know, because of your young. Um, but I, I see my role as just as best I can trying to, to humbly serve, but also, and maybe this is how I would prefer to answer that question, is after 25 years in ministry, you're going to carry a lot of scars and you may even have some open wounds. And so what a coach can do is to gently help you explore those areas. And if there are, are parts of your life that you've yet to let the Lord heal, um, to really have someone to walk through that process with you um, so you can be more joyful in those final years of ministry. It's, a, it's a, in some ways a, an enabling to continue on in ministry and to go deeper and better in ministry. Yes. Um, I know that personally that I, I've benefited from these things as well. And I think it's really, really important to have these kind of folks in your life. And that's part of the reason why CSRM is, is saying that we think this is important and bringing Weston on in that, in that associate staff role, but also offering these uh, podcasts. And probably we'll, we'll catch up on this in the future, circling back. Uh, but also, Weston's going to be writing a, a periodic blog uh, for our blog page. And just some, some insights for you that are out there doing the ministry and encouraging you to think about how this might be of help to you. I can, only, I can only strongly, strongly recommend uh, for you, whoever's listening, watching on, on this, to, to consider this for your life. And whether it's Weston or someone else. It's really important to get this into your life. The reason being is it's going to help you as an individual. You tell them, Wes, what else is going to be? How's it? What, what part of their life is it going to help? Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, working with a coach is about chemistry. And so I like to tell people, uh, well, we may not click, you know, and that's okay. I have a, a group of coaches I'd love to refer you to if, if I'm not the coach for you. But, as I mentioned before, it's, you know, how much of an impact will taking one hour to talk with a coach have on the remaining 23 hours in your day? Um, that, that's kind of how I approach working with a coach because it gives you that space to um, not only work on external goals, but really work on um, internal progress as well. You know, it's the question of, who is, who has Jesus created me to be in him? And then out of that relationship, what is he calling me to do with my life? Excellent. I, and I'm, I'm going to say this, you're not, uh, but I, I really encourage each and every sports and rec person that ministers of your local churches, that, that you actually request this to be in your budget. Mm -hmm. that you put a hundred dollars a month or you know a couple hundred bucks a quarter whatever you can put into that that would then pay per hour for your coach or your spiritual director or ministry mentor whoever 
you're going to and that this that you see this and that your finance board and your elders and your senior pastors see this as ongoing spiritual formation for yourself ministry formation for yourself this is part of your professional development as well as your personal development it's got to be part of your budget that's my recommendation and you should then be willing to pay the people that are serving you in this capacity so if you engage with Weston you should be prepared to pay the going rate uh, for his services and anybody else that you might go to and this is one of the things that, that I recommend anytime I get a chance to consult with churches that they invest in their people and I think this is one of the best investments that your church can ever make in your life it's going to benefit you personally it's going to benefit your spouse believe me your kids should you be married and have children it's going to benefit your personal health physical health your relational health if you want a long lasting fruitful ministry this is foundation i can't say it strongly enough so please please consider this uh let's just wrap up in these last few minutes here weston and, and Say again the the ministry that you're involved in and how people can get in contact with you or what to expect once they do. Yeah, so uh, the ministry is called Commission Leadership. You know, again, working to help uh, every Christian become a disciple maker. And um, really the passion behind it is twofold. You know, I've, I've talked a lot about pastors already and just uh, the support and encouragement space they need and can get from working with a coach. But then also, um, just I think for most Christians, um, like myself, so many years ago, my deep question was, I love sports, how can God use me? And, and that's really that whole idea of God can use everybody. You know, we're all called to make disciples. Um, you can get in touch with me through uh, my website. It's commissionleadership.com. I also have a Facebook page at Commission Leadership. And uh, I contribute a blog, uh, have some videos out there as well. Uh, try to put as much free content out there um, that serves people. And so I'd love your feedback on that as well. You know, just uh, topics that you'd love to hear and uh, how I can best uh, serve your ministry. Now, again, uh, if you are interested and you are on your treadmill and you're not watching the video, then go to the CSRM website and you'll be able to be connected there through the staff page and, and other pages. Uh, again, the blogs that he'll be writing will be there. And if you didn't tune in to the last podcast, I'd encourage you to, to grab hold of that. These are all archived and get them uh, as you, and what you might find as you look through the archives, some other ones that are of interest that you've missed in the past. And these are all but weekly coming to you from CSRM just to help you fulfill a call in your life. But if you didn't watch this, many of these graphics are put on the video. So after you get out of your car and you've done your commute, you can get into your office or home and you can look this up. Uh, if you couldn't understand what we were saying, you can at least get it that way. So please do seriously consider thinking about how a life coach and how even Weston could be maybe that person for you. 
or if you've already got somebody and you're the uh, you're the leader of the ministry maybe you you know some of the folks that are working for you as, as staff or volunteers that need this and have put them in touch with Weston so that they can they can get the same kind of benefits that you have from these other areas uh, last words or last thoughts here Weston what what, what message would you like to, to give what have we missed or just give a last kind of a overview or last entreaty of any kind just uh, speaking about the the investment in coaching as you were touching on earlier um, basically I was working with a youth pastor at one point and the issue he was facing was that the church bus um, without fail would break down on every trip and you know it's kind of the running joke it's not a youth ministry trip unless your church bus breaks down and so he had gone to the eldership about a uh, buying a new a new bus and that idea was rejected and and long story short he just couldn't come to agreement about what to do and then through our coaching looked at several different options and uh, ended up saving six thousand dollars on a on a bus because what what he decided was rather than taking money from the church funds he said you know I know people who love this ministry that if I asked them to give above and beyond I know they would and so that's what he did. He reached out to some people, raised the money, and all of that came through, you know, one hour of coaching. And it wasn't just the financial piece uh, that was huge, but I love sharing the experience because he went from being in this place of worry and frustration and using all his time and energy to solve this bus problem to having it taken care of and then spending a six hour ride ministering to kids on that bus, you know, um, and, and that's what he's called to do. It's the work of ministry. It's not the admin and logistics and things that we get consumed with. Very good. Thank you, Weston, for being with us on this, the latest of the CSRM podcast and on life coaching and how to invest in the sports minister so that the sports minister can be about their task of reaching those who are far from Jesus. Thank you for having me. All right. It's been good to be with you, and we'll see everybody on the next podcast. Bye now.